What's up? Welcome to the Existential Stoic Podcast. Do you have trauma in your past? Have you ever struggled with some difficulties or just like regrets, things that you just can't seem to let go of? Today you're in luck because we're talking about how to face or heal trauma. I'm Danny from everybody. Randy, what's up, Randy? Yo, Danny. Have you ever had a trauma in your past? You know, for a long time, I would have said no. But turns out there's no hierarchy of suffering. And so, like, things that I considered first-world problems and stuff, they just kind of, like, tore me apart inside, and I just suppressed them for a long time and didn't realize, because I was like, well, you know, I've never been, like, tortured or sexually (laughs) assaulted or in war zones or anything like that, like, traditional traumas that we associate with. But I've gone through, like, experiences that have traumatized me or that I have let traumatize, traumatize me. And so... Kind of recognizing that and learning how to deal with them is a skill that I'm still working on to this day. Yeah, I think that's really important, actually, that you mentioned that, too, that it's like, you know, there are the traditional ones. But there's also, I think, probably everybody has something in their past that they live with that's difficult or hard and they're trying to, you know, face or deal with. So, yeah, I think that's a good one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So today we have a quick fix. I'm going to start. Hopefully this will help you guys. First one I have is focus on the present. Let the past be. And this actually, I say this because it actually helped me a lot. I know like in my own life, I was struggling with stuff. And I noticed that like once I started focusing on now, as opposed to like, because for a while I let that really be the key thing, you know, defining me or thinking about it all the time. And really it was like, I didn't realize, but it was keeping me from moving on too. It was keeping me from actually living my life. And so trying to focus on the present, which wasn't easy. But it did help me kind of start to think about like what I wanted to do and like get moving in the direction I wanted to. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, some someone that I knew once told me, you know, like if you stick in the present, that's safe. Like the present is safe. <laughs> Almost always you're like safe in the present. But as we go into the past or we go into the future and we terrorize ourselves with this. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one. My first one is going to trigger a whole bunch of people. But it's accept that it happened. And here's why. Because everybody's like, I can't accept it. It should never have happened. They shouldn't have done that stuff. And I'm not saying that what they did wasn't wrong or what happened wasn't terrible. But unless you have a time machine, there is no way that you can go back and change that. No No way. So, like, I'm just saying accept that it did happen. Okay, as wrong as it was, as terrible as it was, as much as a, you know, as much as it shouldn't have happened, it did happen. So arguing with reality is just causing you that much more of a psychological burden than you actually need. You know, you've already been brutalized enough by whatever trauma. You don't need to beat yourself up over it. That's a really good one, too, because that comes in a lot of forms. You know, that can come in like self-denial and like, you know, like you said, arguing with reality. And it is the worst because that makes a whole nother battle that's not even necessary and that you can't, you absolutely cannot win because the reality is that something did happen, you know? And once you admit it, you can at least face it, right? And move on and like recognize it as part of your life. Yeah. And, and it's it's not even something that like you can be perfect at because I <laughs> accept that things have happened in my past. And yet once I lose focus, I'm trying to change the past in my mind. Like yeah. I know that it can't be changed. And in my mind, I'm still trying to change it. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny too. It's like constantly tr- trying to rewrite the story. You tell yourself to find a way to like say it in such a way and interpret it that like it's you, you sort of get around it, you know, always. It's so funny mm-hmm. trying to make mm-hmm. it not happen. That's a good one. Um. I guess actually, well, my next one, too, which is, uh, you know, 
once you, I guess, once you admit that it happened, once you accept the past, is face it. So, and what I mean by this is like, you know, write about it, talk to someone. Maybe you need to see a counselor, maybe you need to see somebody like that or a friend or something and reflect, you know, think about like, you know, what this means to you, how it doesn't define you, how it's just a part of your history, things like that that can help you kind of move forward. And depending on what it is, there's a lot of ways you can approach this. Like, I mean, we mentioned in the past too with writing, like, trying to put yourself in the other person's shoes. That doesn't work for everything, obviously, but certain things where it's like, you know, maybe like a fight or something that helps, you know, kind of that kind of stuff. It's helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a really great one. And uh, I would follow that up with my second one, which is, so like, I like, I like, actually, I like the turn to face it because it's kind of like the more you run from it, the bigger it gets. And then once you face it, it it almost like disappears. It's kind of shocking how like the fear, the biggest fears that you have when you turn and face them, they disappear. Um, one of the one of the things that I use to face it oftentimes, and this is my next one, is Wim Hof breathing. So I don't know how it's so magical. I don't know how. I mean, people explain how it works, but it's just like it literally is like tidying up my mind. Like whenever That's whenever good. I'm stressed, I just do this. And it's like it cleans out all that stress and all that stuff. And it just like it brings me back to being at peace or being here. And I think for healing, I mean, they they talk about how it does heal trauma. Like this is some ancient breathing techniques that they that have been rediscovered to help deal with a whole bunch of stuff. And for me, it just cleans out the junk in my mind every day. No, I think that's a really good one. And even if Wim Hof breathing isn't like doesn't work for you, any type of meditation is good. Any type of mindfulness, breathing, mm-hmm. focusing on yourself, you know, giving yourself a chance to kind of like clean out your mind and like be sort of empty for a bit is helpful. You know, I think that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. It's funny, too, because you've been like the Wim Hof breathing has been so helpful for you that you've been. <laughs> Dude, I do it. I every, still got to try it every I, day. It's insane. I know. I feel like such an ass. I still have to try it because I haven't done it yet. I keep meaning to and I keep forgetting. It's like there's one of those <laughs> things where like, you know, like trying something like you just like, I don't know, like it's all my notes. And I just mm-hmm. I got to do it. I really yeah. do need to. Um, my last one is and this is kind of counterintuitive, but I think it's important. Just work on yourself, like focus on your growth on the present. And the fact that, the, you know, something in your past does not define who you are. And I think this is crucial because it's so easy. And I know I've done this myself. It's so easy to look at our past, to look at things that happen and to all of a sudden start using that as an excuse for everything or as a way to justify or explain everything about us. And the fact is, it doesn't have to be that way. That's up to us. And like, so write your own story, focus on your own growth and focus on who you want to be and be that person, because that's also a way of overcoming, I think, our past suffering, our past trauma, whatever it is, is, you know, being ourselves now in the present. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and being bold enough to be selfish. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that uh, kind of is like my last one, which is just feel shitty. Like it's just gonna like you had trauma, yeah. feel shitty. Like it's cool, and I'm just I mean, so I I'm going through some stuff now where I kind of buried some emotions, and so now they're starting to come up, and I'm feeling shitty, and I feel bad about feeling shitty. Like I shouldn't feel bad. <laughs> And yeah, I'm just right. like, hang on, like, I, I suppressed them for so long. And now that they're coming up, it's not okay. No, let's just let's just process them. Let's do whatever we need to do with them. And then we can let them go. And also, like, not having a timeline in terms of 
how oh, God, long yeah. you should feel shitty. Like, and I mean, going. a lot of times people are like with relationships, like you should only be depressed for this long or <laughs> anything. And it's just like everyone's grieving process is different. Like it's not this it's not this perfect Elizabeth Kubler Ross five stages and you're done. It's like yeah. you have to deal with whatever you have to deal with for as long as it takes you to integrate it into your life and to move on. But it's going to be different for everybody. And if you've got to feel shitty and if you've got to tell our people to suck it up and get over and like just leave you alone, then so be it. But it it is something that, you know, the cool thing about grief is that's actually like your body's way of integrating it into you. Like that's your body's way of accepting these changes. And so it, especially if it was something very big for you, it could take a while. Yeah, that's a really good one, too. And I would add to that, too, like, you know. I mean, life is changed. So even though something bad happened, things can change and will change in the future. So it's just your way of like dealing with, like you said, it's your way of kind of integrating it and understanding as part of the reality that you have in your life. And that is your life. It's a really good one. I like that. All right. So diary have it. How to heal trauma. Hopefully this helped you guys. This is a short, quick fix. Check us out on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Please like, subscribe and share. We'll be back later this week with a full length episode. Until then, later, Randy. Later, Danny.